welcome back to episode two of uh, Hitbox, a podcast where we talk all things video games, past, present, and, wait for it, future. My name is Peter Hunspitek, and with me this week is my wonderful co-host, uh, Justin Makovich. How are you doing, Justin? Pew, 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 pew. I like that. I was going to ask if you had thought up of any sort of fun sounds to do. I- yeah, I was thinking of a, of a different way to hit, and this time it was a laser uh, that I was choosing uh, to have. There's, you know, a whole t- different uh, list of sounds I could go with, uh, but sure, this sure. week it's a laser. Well, I am glad that I can, like, see you in our little call window here, because I was worried that, oh no, my good friend Justin has been turned into a uh, a, a laser blaster from the Star Wars series. Yeah, I, I know uh, the, the, the listeners can't see this, but I was giving the, the fingers when you were talking, the, oh, the of gun course. fingers, just to of prepare course. you for that. Um, so uh, this week, we are talking about um, sort of the differences between the Xbox showcase and the PS5 showcase. But, but I guess before we get into that, what is your, like, if you had to say before all of this, what is your go-to uh, console? We're excluding, like, the Nintendo stuff because that itself is a whole other can of worms. But um, if you had to choose between something like Xbox or, like, PlayStation, what, where do you sort of fall on that? Uh, I mean, it... it it's traveled throughout the years. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that in Xbox, Xbox 360, I started off, you know, like specifically in the 360 era being pretty dedicated to 360. And then I got into PS3 at the end of the generation. And that was, for whatever reason, the one I just kind of stuck with. I think most of my friends were playing there. And that's when I was really into Call of Duty. So when the PS4 came out, that was the one I got. I didn't even think about it. And to me, I didn't choose the PlayStation because, you know, the Xbox One had all that botched E3 conference stuff with always. Yeah, that was bad. It was bad. Um, but it was more just me following my friends, and I, I feel like I, I made the, the choice uh, of the majority because, you know, the uh, not that Xbox One sales are bad, but the PS4 sales have been, like, astronomically high. Yeah. Um, so I, I would say, for me personally, I would be a PlayStation person. Um, I have been getting into the Xbox One X recently, uh, specifically loving Game Pass and everything that has to do with that. It's just, it kind of changes the way I play uh, video games in general because, you know, a lot of it's me sitting there looking, waiting for sales, waiting for things and everything. Sure, uh, sure. But with, with the... Um, PlayStation 4, I still think that's the one I just feel, that's my comfort. That's the one on my main TV. That's the one I'll, I'll you know, watch Netflix and Amazon stuff through rather than um, my Xbox. So definitely looking forward to the PS5. That make, I mean, that makes sense. I, I'm a similar way. I mean, I, I had an original Xbox uh, much, much after the fact of like when it was around um, because my older brother won it uh, <laughs> in some, in some like, probably youth group contest i don't know where it actually came from but that's probably where it came from something like that and um with it he won a copy of like halo like the original halo which i I still have and and so after that you know we were like okay well then just get an xbox 360 because hey games are actually very cool um so we got an xbox 360 this was right around when like halo reach came out i think was that 2010 2011 and portal 2 and, and all that so then from there, um, I got an Xbox One uh, for, like, I think my birthday or Christmas or something. My older brother worked at GameStop, and it was something, like, kind of the thing that they were, like, <laughs> just sort of, like, throwing away or something. Or maybe he stole it. I actually don't know. Um, <laughs> but it's your gift, but, so Yes, Enjoy. but it's mine now. Um, and then I got, I got a 
PlayStation 4 in the fall um, during actually like the, a Black Friday sale because um, it was, I think, 200 bucks for like just a base PS4 with God of War, The Last of Us, and Horizon. Jeez, like that's, that's a deal. <laughs> it's great. It's great. And, you know, 200 bucks. So um, I'm definitely, and I've been like catching up on all the exclusives and stuff. And I would say that probably my, it's my go-to console to play on over the Xbox. The only thing that I like more I think is the controller on the Xbox. Though, I would also say, yeah, what's up? The battery situation. I hate how you have to, I don't know if you have a charging pack and I think this is an easy solution, but like, I hate having to, to replace the, the double A's uh, yeah. after like three long play sessions or something like that. It's just annoying. And I have like three dual shocks that I like constantly have charging. Um, but I mean, basically like, you, you, you're seeming to mirror a little bit like my transition to PlayStation, how I came in at the end of the PlayStation 3 when there were so many good games on there. And then I just kind of easily like phased into the PlayStation uh, 4 when that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had Assassin's Creed Black Flag that when you bought it, you got both the PS3 and the PS4 version. And I basically oh, cool. played most of it on the PS4. Um, but that's a good game. Uh, do, you, do you feel like that's going to be a similar transition to the PS5 with you? Yeah, probably. I mean, to be completely honest, like, I think that it's similar to what you had said before about like Game Pass specifically. It's hmm. let me put it this way. I think that it is less of me being like, oh, I absolutely want to use the PS5. And it's more of like, I don't know if I'm necessarily like in love with the Xbox Series X or Mm -hmm. whatever. And and like the like it's not like necessary, necessary necessarily to buy <laughs> um that's a weird sentence to buy like the new hardware because you're going to be able to play a lot of those games on game pass or probably physical copies whatever however you want to do it on an xbox one whereas it doesn't seem like it's necessarily going to be that way with the ps5 unless i'm mistaken yeah i, I it's so weird like looking at all the the discussion boards because it really seems like xbox is going for such a gamer friendly uh, yeah. solution to the next gen about how you can play a lot of the games on both Xbox One or Series X. And uh, if you already have Game Pass, most of the games that they've been announcing already are going to be on Game Pass. And you would think that uh, more people would be like crazy about that. And it just does not seem like that. And I think there's also something talking about like PlayStation fanboys who are like just ready to dunk on Xbox at every opportunity. But, you know, it almost seems like from just some of the public perception that that's not a good uh, plan moving forward for Xbox when in actuality it's an awesome, amazing deal that I I, I would be super into uh, if I had the Xbox uh, Series X. But uh, I'm also um, on the PlayStation 5 <laughs> bandwagon, um, <laughs> even though I am aware that there's good uh, value in getting an Xbox. Well, I, I think that it's the kind of thing for me that... I will be fine with not having to buy in the new Xbox, whatever its name is, um, until it gets to the point where it's like, okay, these games are not going to be playable on Xbox One. You know, because for me, it doesn't make sense to spend however much it's going to be. Like, I'm going to be, you know, just call it, it's say like probably around 500 bucks plus for whatever other accessories I might need with it um, to, to play games that I could experience. Yeah, it might look a little bit, you know, I mean, not even worse to, to say that like any games really look bad on the Xbox One is like weird, you know what I mean? But to say like that it's going to be any sort of different experience between the two at launch, I, I just don't know if that's like legit. 
So then do you want to get into this uh, sort of comparing the games and, and things that were shown off at these uh, conferences? Yeah, because I, I still think, like, to me, one of the big things has always been re- whether it's, uh, you know, GameCubes or N64 to PlayStations to PlayStation 2, 3 to Xbox. It's always about the games, I think, is the thing that's more alluring to me than the actual hardware. Um, oh, totally. And I say this as a Nintendo guy for who, for the longest time, I was, I'm a huge Nintendo fan. But, like, you know, I'm playing there the, the N64 when, you know, you have your friends playing PlayStation and it just looks so much better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. there's totally. like so many more games and everything um, and so much cheaper because those cartridges were expensive. Um, but I, I, the games are what brings you to a console, I think. And I think part of the reason, like even not looking at what's been announced already, looking at the the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox, um, just the, their general games that came out this generation, I am so excited for so many PlayStation games. And I just don't have that kind of excitement for um, the Xbox games on that same level. Um, but let's, let's, let's like looking at the games. I think the first kind of like big announcement of games happened in May 7th when Xbox had their inside Xbox event and people were like, Oh my God, it's going to be the first time we see all these games running on next gen hardware. And people were so excited about it. And then it came out and then people were just kind of like, eh, okay. That's fine. Um, Was there anything from that specific uh, uh, inside Xbox event that kind of stuck out to you as a game that you would want to play? I mean, okay, so I would love to talk about just like Assassin's Creed um, because I am a I loved the first ones when they came out. Um, But then sort of as it's gone on, I sort of fizzled out on them. It's just like it got to the point where I felt like they were kind of unfinished and unpolished. And because there was a new one coming out in 12 months, like, well, they're not going to go back and fix that. You know, um, I sort of fizzled out after black flag because I thought black flag, I, I think it's the best one. It's been a while since I've played it or really any of them. Um, so I might, you know, be looking back at it a little bit more fondly than whatever, but I, I really liked like the atmosphere and all that. So I'm going to be interested to see if Valhalla does anything for me. I'm not like super into Norse like mythology or anything. Not <laughs> yeah. that I, I don't know much about the game uh, is what I'm trying to say, I guess. But like <laughs> I, I played Odyssey and that didn't really scratch any particular itch for me, but I will be interested to see sort of as we learn more about Valhalla and whether like sort of as reviews come out about it, like whether or not it's going to be the kind of thing that I'm interested in. Um, yeah, I mean, for, that, yeah. for me, it's hard to say that an Assassin's Creed game is going to be uh, a system seller, even though nope. technically when I got Black Flag, that was my transition game between no, there, last well, gen go. and this current gen. But that um, was a great one. That was a really it, good one. And that was my first one I played. I, had, I didn't play the oh, other really? ones. Um, that was the first one I played. And I've since gone back to play um, uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Uh, and let me, I just want to be, well, my, my opinion on Assassin's Creed is I think the old ones are old. Um, and I think (laughs) the new ones are new and I, I know that sounds like stupid, but like when I say new, it's that they are not the Assassin's Creed historic type of game anymore when you're like going behind people listening doing more of like the assassiny stuff it's straight no. up just action it's just origins action, yeah. uh and odyssey i the the combat's fun um you know you don't really play that game to like sneak around like an assassin i mean you can technically but why um but like i feel like those games are such more 
action games now than anything else, and I really like them. I think the one thing that kind of makes me a little bit roll my eyes about is the story that is just incomprehensible. <laughs> That's the thing. And- like I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of like story in games, and I, I think that if you don't have a story that's like gripping, if you've got good gameplay, then I think that can make up for it. But it's, it's, I think I played what, like it's like three hours in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and then you get the title card, and you're like, oh no, you yeah. know, like <laughs> I spent the whole time running around on like what some like winery or something like that. Yeah. Um, um, but I mean, I guess the only other one on here that um looking forward to in any real like um capacity would be second extinction and you know we sort of talked about that before we started where uh you know it's left for dead with dinosaurs and i just i liked left for dead a lot i like both left for deads and whatever other expansions that came out for them um i don't know if it's going to be any good the last game that i played that was marketed as left for dead but with this was aliens colonial marines (laughs) (laughs) and that was um straight trash just yeah hot garbo um is it like one of those like co-op games that from yeah. what you know so i think yeah. that like that would be super awesome and i think there is a market for that um even if the game is not like 100 percent like the best shooter ever i think if it is like a fun story and there is like fun action i think that will definitely get people to kind of like get into it and do some co-op things that's exactly what i liked about like left for dead is that, I mean, the story is kind of like, it's a little bit more subtle. It's not super on the nose. Um, but you don't necessarily, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's, it's like, it's zombies, whatever. Um, the, the yeah. fun, the fun comes out of playing with your friends. I don't think if I played those games alone, I don't think I would necessarily remember them as fondly, but like, I just remember hopping on Xbox live on Friday nights with the freaking DiGiorno pizza in the oven. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like it's just like this very specific sense memory of being yeah. in high school or whatever. Um, and I think that, you know, if the game is good enough to play with other people, then that's all you need. I mean, yeah, I think, cool. I, I think too, like with, uh, you know, left for dead, I, you could beat the story in that in like less than four hours if you just play it straight through, but it's not, that's not the totally. point. Like that's no. the, the replayability is what makes that great. Um, but looking at that initial, uh, the, the second party, uh, inside Xbox event back in May, the thing that re- that I thought would be interesting and they talked more about it later was the game, uh, the medium. Um, yes. and I, I think w- one of the things that was cool about that was how that game specifically, uh, had so much with the technology in it about how there's mm-hmm. like two worlds happening at once. Uh, and th- that, th- that's the game, right? Correct. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but where it's I, like I, I one think, world is like regular and the other one's like blood. <laughs> yeah, I just I just think that could be that, that would be such a fun. It looked beautiful, but like yeah. a game like that is is unique enough that it, it would be something that now that we know it was announced for uh, being on Game Pass, like that would be a perfect game to pick up there and, and play through. That would be really fun. Did you play Titanfall 2? I did. I did. So do you remember that level? The I mean, the best level, I think, in first person shooters in the past however many years was the one where they're where you're jumping back and forth in time. Mm-hmm. So how that level is built, I think is really similar to how this whole game is going to be built where it rendered two maps at once, one is above the other, and when you click the button to travel back in time, it teleports you to that to that exact spot that you were in, but in the like map above, so in the past or in the future or however you want to look at it. Um, and I mean I think that mechanic was awesome. And I I think that that is the kind of thing where it's like, oh, this was in a game 
sort of as just like a one-off level. Like you could make yeah. a whole game around this mechanic and make it really interesting. Yeah, and like for for the um, Titanfall two one, I remember that that was a cool concept. the The level itself was short and limited, and I think part yeah. of the reason why it was a shorter limited level was just because of the technology requirements that that has to like render two fully different worlds at the same time. Like <laughs> yes. that, that's not an easy thing to do. So, you know, I hope we see things like that on next gen too. It's not just about graphics because again, graphics are great, but like that's not what I necessarily care about the most in games. But like really using this new horsepower behind these systems to like do something cool. Which is why that game kind of stood out to me as something that I'd be looking uh, forward to. Um, but I, I again, I when when this initial Inside Xbox came out, I think people were a little disappointed with what it was because they were expecting more. Um, they wanted to see like that perfect next gen game. They wanted to see Halo, even though I'm pretty sure Xbox was clear like this is a second party event, guys. Yes, this is we're going to just show second party things. But you would hope they'd come out there and be like, and one more thing, you know, and like right, show, just, like, show the logo awesome. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And with this one was just kind of like, oh yeah, we partnered with Assassin's Creed, and we're going to be like the place to play Valhalla, but. I don't think that's what people know what Assassin's Creed is. Right, right. You know? (laughs) Well, and that's Um, the thing, too. It's like, if you know what Assassin's Creed is, and if you like Assassin's Creed, okay, that's a great reason for you to potentially buy this new console. But if you're, like, lukewarm on it, like, I'm kind of lukewarm on it, or if you just don't like it, like, if that was the big selling point, and it's kind of wasted. Do you know what I'm trying to say with that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's hit or miss, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, it, it'll be, based on those games, there will definitely be things I want to play in there, but that did not get me excited for next gen nope. to, like, I gotta play this stuff, because Assassin's Creed, I think, is on also on Xbox One and PlayStation 4. I think it's a, it's a, it's on both, Cross, it's not just on, yeah, yeah it should, it, I think that would be the smart thing to do, at least. Um, But then, let, let's... <laughs> PlayStation has, I would say, up until this summer, has not been doing a great job about marketing its uh, uh, PlayStation Five really at all. They had there that, hasn't that been whole, anything. Well, when, when do they have that technology thing? They 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 started. It was uh, they were basically talking about the technology of the PlayStation Five, and it was like one of the most boring conferences oh, I've ever seen. Yes, and then they also had the thing where they partnered with Epic to mm-hmm. show off like here's the lighting here's all the individual pieces of rocks that can fall it's like okay. yeah yeah i'm sure and that like, would be exciting in a game but like pfft. and even like how they've been messaging like okay we're gonna have backwards compatibility asterisks you know and the, yes. then you look underneath and there's like a paragraph like you know a huge paragraph about all the eh, there might be might not be and they're just not they haven't been clear with their messaging but um when it came to their June 11th showcase, they were very, very upfront with this is going to be about games and this is we're yep. going to show you games. We're going to, you know, uh, show you what next gen is going to look like on the PlayStation. And then they did that. They showed games. Uh, plus, at the end, also, you know, revealing the look of the console and everything, which I thought was a nice uh, thing. But let's just kind of go through that uh, initial uh, PlayStation 5, which I guess would be technically their E3 showcase, yeah. <laughs> I guess, when that would be. Um, and just kind of like see what your general um, interest level is for all of them. And it was so funny because they started off with Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> the Rockstar oh, logo pops up. I was like, are you kidding me? They have an exclusive Rockstar game? Like, what's going on? And then you see Grand Theft Auto V, and I'm like, oh, my God. Are they going to really? Are, is Grand Theft Auto, like, 
DLC going to be only on PlayStation 5? That would be amazing. And then they're just basically like, it'll be, you know, yeah. There, there's going to be an enhanced... It's become like the new Skyrim, where it's just like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, cool, really get has. on a graphing calculator now or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you can play it on your Tesla. Uh, but, like, the, the, the online thing, I think, is kind of cool that it's going to be included with PS5. You can play GTA online. That's great. Yeah. Um, for Rockstar too, whatever, give it to, give it away for free. People will buy microtransactions right. on that stuff to do it. Uh, but they also teased uh, some kind of DLC. It looked like, um, which, you know, could be interesting. I'm assuming it's not just going to be for PlayStation five, but I do like how, you know, uh, Rockstar and PlayStation are, are back to being good old buds again. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I think, my question is, uh, yeah, sorry. Oh no! I was this is a good starting point, but like still, it was just kind of like, oh, it's not something new. It's just more Grand Theft Auto Five. It's gonna haunt me forever. Well, I'm not a. I've actually like I've played Grand Theft Auto at like people's houses. I've actually never owned a Grand Theft Auto game. So like seeing the Rockstar logo, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. If if there is a new one, like, shoot, I'll play it. You know, if that's what if that's what's coming out, I'll I'll give it a shot. But like, it's never really been my thing, and I I don't know if this is for me personally going to like draw me into it just more of it you know yeah i i think i i think if anything it's gonna to draw in a lot of the people who are big on grand theft auto mostly grand theft auto online it might get them in there and it might be an easy way for them to just transition over from playing on uh i guess most people are probably playing on pc but at least transition over to playing um and i i played I've, i've never never touched grand theft auto online um, I beat Grand Theft Auto Five when it first came out, um, the single player, and that was before they had, they had the full Grand Theft Auto Online kind of released, and I never went and played that. Um, and that being said, I own it for um, PlayStation 3. Uh, I have it for PlayStation 4. I, I got it free on Epic, uh, the Epic sure. Store. So, I, <laughs> I, I, I again, I own it like three times, but like... Uh, I've, I've never been like, you know what, I'm going to go in and in, in invest in the GTA online, but no, great new story that new story content expanded and enhanced. Great. I don't, sorry, PlayStation. You didn't get me there. Mm-hmm. Thought it was something <laughs> new. Got me that. But then they came out with the much. Oh yeah. <laughs> they should have led with this. If, if I'm being honest. Well, they should have, but I think this is like still going in with the whole idea of their marketing issue. They announced this game of Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, yes. and they weren't clear with what it was. Like, is it is it, expansion? Is is it, it an expansion yeah. pack? Is it DLC? Is it it's on its own? Is it a full like what is it? Um, and I think since then it's been kind of like it's going to be like a like a like a cheaper title that you can buy on the PS5. But they're also like hinting about like. <laughs> Is it though? Because I mean, like, like I still don't know. I I understand people have said like, okay, it's gonna be kind of like Uncharted: Lost Legacy, where it's what like thirty bucks, and it's a, just like a little bit of a, it's more than DLC, but less than a full new game. But then I've also seen people saying like, well, it's well, it will be a standalone game, and it's like, okay, well, is that completely? Do you know like is it is it going to be a smaller thing or is it going to be a full thing? Because just just tell me, just, just in, tell me how in, long it takes to beat it, and I will say, in, oh, okay. Do you get the original with it? Like, like, what is it? Tell just right. you know, make it clear, whatever. But I still think like something like that, regardless of what that looks like, if you can buy that only on the PlayStation Five, that's gonna make people want to buy PlayStation Five oh, yeah. for the holidays. Like, I oh, think that yeah. that's such a smart move, even if it's not this full sixty dollar experience or whatever that looks like to you. I, I think that's. I, 
that's smart. I don't think it necessarily makes me want to necessarily buy it and play it right away. Um, I like Spider-Man, don't get me wrong, but like I, I, I don't know. It, it's still not a system seller to me, but you know, as we're going through and talking about this stuff, I, I, I don't know how many, much of this stuff actually is going to be a system seller that's going to be right. released in December, but I don't think that's the point. I mean, you're going to have games like Cyberpunk that come out that you can play and hopefully play in PlayStation 5 or Series X. and going to be enhanced by great, for sure. But, yeah. But, I um, mean, I'm a, I'm a really big fan of Miles Morales. Um, after Into the Spider-Verse came out, I went back and, like, I read all of his origin stuff, and... Um, I almost prefer him to like Peter Parker, to be completely honest with you. So I'm actually yeah. very, very excited for this. Um, and and when I played um, the original Spider-Man, like the Insomniac Spider-Man, um, having him in it, and then you know he gets bit by the spider and whatever, and then nothing happening with that until the end credits. We're like, ah, of course, of course, it'll be like whatever the sequel is. But like, I want it now. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you know? did you did you really like the uh, the uh, Spider-Man game for PS4? Did I like it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. I mean, that, that was my first first ever platinum. It's and pretty, it just sits there good. at sixty three percent because I didn't play any of the DLC. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I like the game per- personally. I think the thing that that stood out to me about that game was its story. Um, yeah. The that wasn't the most fun platinum I ever got. I feel like things that have like time trials and I felt like eventually you had to do a, a lot of the samey, like liberating the districts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the, the combat itself, I, I, I kept saying like Batman did it better. Oh, you think so? A lot of the, the combat, but like the actual, just like traversal of the city, I think was awesome. Like just mm-hmm. swinging from building to building, jumping off the highest peak and that kind of stuff. I think that was some of the most fun in that game. Um, and uh, I'll play it. I'll play Miles Morales. I, 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 to be honest, actually like the combat more than in like Arkham stuff. Uh, I think that there are some things that are broken, like some of the, <laughs> the gadgets that you get about like to, that instantly web people to the wall and like completely like take them out. It's like, oh, cool. That was why have I not been using this the whole time? But um, I, I like how fluid it is. And I mean, not that I think video games need to be movies, but I think that it's highly reminiscent of any of the Spider-Man movies. It's Spider-Man movies, Spider-Man oh. movies that have come out um, of just like everything being really fluid and like hitting stuff with like hitting people with with things that you've webbed up and then, you know, knocking this guy into that guy and all that kind of stuff. And that story was just such a clever story, um, nice. I thought, and how they told yeah. it and. You know, I'm not like the the, the hugest comic book uh, person. Like, I don't know all the stories and stuff like that. But I think what they did with a lot of the characters was pretty unique um, mm-hmm. with how they told that story, um, which you like to see if they're doing something. They're not just going to be mirroring what you see in, you know, the cinematic universe or even in the comics, kind of using that world, using those characters and making something new and creative, I think, was definitely um, a victory for that game. And I, I would think that, like, especially for Spider-Man, which we've seen in movies so many times over the past, what, 20 years. Like, it's just, it's not, it was nice to have something a little bit more fresh that didn't have to deal with origin or anything. It was just like, I'm Spider-Man. Deal with it. You know what I mean? And then like, (laughs) we get to tell our own story off this other than just having to rehash, like, how did you become Spider-Man or whatever? So it's, it was, it was good. I I like that the world felt like lived in and not just like, we are just, being plopped right into it at the start of the story. It seems like, okay, yeah. we, we know that you know how he becomes Spider-Man, or even if you don't know, you can guess or, you know, put it together. So 
I'm excited for it. I have no interest in Gran Turismo 7. I'll be completely honest. Oh, with come you. on. The Forza <laughs> of PlayStation is what I wrote. Yeah, racing games. Real the more realistic, the less fun they are for me. I don't I don't want to do that. <laughs> it, it does not they do nothing for me at all. Um, I'm just not a car it, person. It looked pretty. It did look pretty. I'm sure I I'm sure see. if I was a car person, I would be very excited, but it really it, it does not does not look <laughs> Um, but then they came out with one that uh, I, I think is reminiscent to the medium, uh, which was Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, um, another Insomniac game. They'd be busy. Uh, but uh, the are you have you played Ratchet and Clank games before? I've not. No. And yeah, I my excuse is like bad. It seems like, OK, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like family games or even like games that are like more marketed towards children but it just looks a little too cartoony for me and you know i like nintendo stuff i'm a i love pokemon which is like i mean i'm contradicting myself but it's just not it doesn't <laughs> do anything for me well it's also kind of like with this weird like thing because like it's they have names like up your arsenal <laughs> yes <laughs> you know right. like like they're doing these really like adult like puns or i guess uh, juvenile puns i guess but it's like they're marketing with a cute style to the actual game but i i never never got into it i have the i have the one um was it, that came out in 2016 the reimagining of the first game oh, um, sure. i haven't played it it was i think a free monthly thing that i bought or i downloaded and i bought it if it was free uh, and I, I hadn't played it, but I, I feel like a game like this, it looked to me, it looked cool. It looked a little rough. It looked like it was definitely not live gameplay of uh, the Rift no. Apart. It looked like it was a lot of like rendered stuff. But if they do have that two world thing, that could be a lot of cool like puzzle solving and stuff. But I think ultimately I'm not going to be interested in a game like that necessarily um cutesy character third person games of sorts and there's a lot on both this list <laughs> yes. and the xbox list of those cutesy third person action games and i don't know i i don't i don't know if that's something i am definitely looking forward to but it looks cool and if it does cool stuff the technology um you know maybe it will be something to play but um yeah sorry sorry mr ratchet <laughs> it's fine and your friend clank um what did you think of project was it athia athia Sure. I mean, there, there was nothing. There is nothing that said anything about what the game is or anything other than it looks like. I mean, Square Enix, so it's going to be some sort of JRPG, right? Yeah, yeah I, I guess it looks like some kind of like third person thing of sort. I, I, I saw it and I was like, oh, that that epic demo. That's actually a game they're making. It looks just like that. That basic, you know, yeah. she's jumping over this like like area with forest powers, and then she's doing some like summoning stuff. Like, I mean, maybe it'll be cool. Um, hard to tell, like just looking at this trailer, uh, I, again, it looked, it looked pretty, but I, I, I can't say I looked at that and was like, I'm getting this. Well, it's just, it, it was more of like a teaser than anything just to say, Hey, this exists. I mean, is, is the name of the game project Athia or is it, or is that just like the working <laughs> title or do you know what I'm saying? Uh, was that Octopath Traveler? Was it is it Project Octopath Traveler? I mean, if it's Square, I wouldn't be surprised if that's just the name they choose. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that tracks. Um, the so Stray, are you a, are you a, are you a cat person? Do you like the little cats, little kitty cats? I'm not. I'm not a cat person, but I am a cat and video games person. Okay. Okay. Where and by that I mean I thought that this looked interesting, like being a cat in a robot like world. That's fun. That seems interesting. I mean, it didn't show any gameplay other than like walking around as a cat. 
there I mean I assume there's going to be like a meow button, right? Oh Was man. Left left bumper. If it's like Untitled Goose Game where you just create mischief yeah. as a cat, like that would be pretty fun. It it seems it seems nice. Uh it's the kind of thing definitely, I mean, depending on what comes of it, you know, as we see like gameplay of it or whatever and we actually understand what it is, it's definitely the kind of thing that like my girlfriend would get a kick out of if it is an untitled goose game kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and uh, this is this is the thing where like if there was like a Game Pass like system, I that would be a thing I'd love to like try out to see if I like, but I don't I don't right, foresee right. me going out to buy it. Or like pre-order um, stray. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I will have it pre-downloaded and play it an hour before everyone else. No, no, no. I'm I'm good. Um Returnal uh this one looked interesting. Are 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 you have you played Housemark games before? Um, like generally, no. those are like kind of like arcadey shooters, twin stick. I believe, if I'm correct, um, I'm sorry, Housemark, if this is wrong. They did did they do Resogun or is that a different company? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. They did do Resogun. And and those are those games are like Housemark games in general, just very like fun arcadey. But this one does not <laughs> look like that at all. Um, it looks, it looks like a very depressing. <laughs> oh, they well, did yeah, the Angry Birds yeah. trilogy. <laughs> it does. Um, but like the time loop thing, and we'll, we'll I think that's just an interesting aspect of things. And it reminds me a lot of Outer Wilds. Have you played that yeah. game? I have not, um, but. It looks great. I mean, it looks very interesting. Yeah, it's fun. And, it, and like, if it's a more combat-focused one where you're replaying things and it's less about the the necessary, like, you know, solving these kind of, like, intricate puzzles um, based on the time, if it's more about combat around, like, a time loop and trying to progress that way, maybe it's fun. Maybe it could work. Yeah. Um, I uh, like the, like, the alien, like, the look of, like, the all, like, the alien planet. That looked really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, uh... Uh, did you watch the movie Palm Springs by any chance? I have not. I've not watched it yet, but it's sort of on my list of things too. To uh, see. I I enjoyed it, and uh, when when I was uh, uh, watching that movie, I was thinking of this game and being like, I wonder if it'll be fun. Um, but I would recommend if you like time loops uh, to watch that movie, and if you like Andy Samberg, uh, watch that movie as well. Let's talk about Sackboy. Do you? Do, I'm I'm not like a platformer guy. So I felt nothing, and I've also never not played any of the. Was it uh, Little Big Planet? Yeah, yeah. I I can be I can be a platformer guy, uh. But like with with Little Big Planet, I just never got into that particular game. And I think part of the thing that makes that game interesting is all the creative tools that came with it. Um, right. And how you know people create all these amazing. Uh, I wouldn't even call them mods, but like just other game modes and stuff using the, those tools. So looking at a game that is much more of a, of a platformy adventure without that, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it looked like Mario 3D World, you know, just like yeah. 3D platforming. I just feel like they're trying with Sackboy. Like, we're going to make him cool. Well, they, they, he, they're they trying to make him like the a mascot, you know, because he yeah. was one of the big faces in their Super Smash Bros. What is that? Sony uh, All-Stars? PlayStation All-Stars Battle there Royale. Yeah, um, and it's just, it's, I, the, th- the problem for me is I would go, to, if I were to play a platforming game, I would go to Nintendo, or I would go to, you know, like an indie game um, that's more, you know, 
that focuses entirely on that. Not to say that, you know, whoever, I don't know who makes Sackboy. Is that just straight up a Sony game? Sumo Digital. It's a, there's a first party studio of theirs. Okay. So like, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure that the, it's good, but it's just not necessarily like what I'm trying to, if, if I were to try and get into that genre, I don't know if that's where I would go. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, oh, yeah, totally. I, 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 it's, it's one of those things because I think I, I don't want to be contradictory here, but I think I usually am. But like, one of the things that like gets me to PlayStation is I, I know so many of these games, and I'm looking forward to like their their sequels or their next iterations. Right. Whereas to Xbox, I don't have these like I'm not a huge Gears or Halo person that I'm looking forward so hard for those next games. But I feel like I know who Sackboy is, and I just am not excited. <laughs> Same with Ratchet and Clank. Like I know those are good games. I'm just not like I don't. I, 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 they don't. They don't excite me. Those aren't the games that I grew up with. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. if I played, you know, uh, these games when I was younger and really got into them, it'd be something different. But right, I. I it's it's nice that they're doing it. Maybe it'll get some people in. Well, and also Don't like me. I already, you know, to your point of saying like. It's not what you played as a kid, and maybe if you did play it as a kid, you'd go back to the series. I mean, that's that's how I am with like a lot of more of the Nintendo stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, if if I were to play a platformer, I'd go to a Mario game, or you know, I'm I play every Zelda game that comes out now just because I like Zelda, you know. Zelda's um, good. Zelda is good, and hey, let's I let's forget say- about plays. Let's talk about Nintendo for a second. Like, man, all the that's games great. that they've announced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the games. <laughs> it looks a little slim. That'll yeah. be a, a little interstitial episode uh, we can do. Uh, it'll be like five seconds. Nothing. I'm just like so, uh, they did say Metroid Prime Four, but mm, see you guys next like, week. That was years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um, um, all right, what's next? All right, we got Destruction All Stars. So it, it's like it, Rocket League charactery with like people in and out of their cars. It looked like. Um, I saw, here's the thing, I saw a video talking about this, or I guess just talking about the conferences in general, um, where, do you ever watch Dunkey? Do you know him? Mm-mm. He, he's just like a game YouTuber guy. Um, he, make, he makes comedy videos, but then he also does like reviews and stuff. Um, but he, he was talking about all this stuff, and he's like, this is like the only game on here that looked really, really, truly fun, and no one's talking about it. I mean, I've never played Rocket League, I'm not necessarily into, you know, arena games, but... If it's the kind of thing that uh, my friends are, you know, getting on and playing together, I would dip my toes in if if it's not necessarily exclusive for PS5 or I don't know when it's coming out. Um, is it was DB, TBDA, TBA? Uh, yeah. I, I don't know when it's coming out. I had it uh, that it was. Um, we can check that. Uh, that it was um, a PlayStation exclusive. Unless I was incorrect, but I, I might be. Um, um but, uh, but either I, way like i would play it if it's published by sony interactive so probably it's places <laughs> i would guess that would be hard yeah um it doesn't necessarily list exactly when it'll be out but i mean it's the kind of thing that i would play if i had other um if i had friends playing it who were into it but it's not yeah. the kind of thing that i'm probably going to like dip into alone I, w- I would hope they do something similar to what they did with Rocket League because one of the things that made Rocket League what it was was when they first came out with the game, it was on PlayStation Plus for free. Mm-hmm. Well, if you pay for PlayStation Plus. So everyone downloaded it, everyone right. had it, and it just created this 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 uh, core base of people who were playing it. Like when it came out, so many people were playing Rocket League that the servers couldn't handle it. Like that they were That's not awesome. expecting it to be that popular. 
Um, and part of it, the game is obviously, I think it's, it, you should, if you haven't played it, you should, because it's just a fun, simple enough concept that, you know, you're a car, you drive it, you accelerate it, and then you hit a ball into a goal, right? Very basic, very simple, um, easy to pick up and play, but there's also like so much depth in there. If you ever watch high level play, it's crazy about people like flying through the air to hit the ball. It's to be honest, that's why I have not dipped in because it's on switch and not that I don't know if it's the best place to play that. But, I mean, it's certainly the kind of thing that I would pick up, just play a few rounds, put down, get back to work, whatever. Um, But that's, to be honest, kind of what's keeping me out of it is that at this point I would be, you know, so at the at the bottom of the skill tree, if if you will. And I feel like everyone else would be above me. I feel like on, on, if you go on Switch, though, there's probably like there not as many of the hardcore people probably play on Switch. So you're That's probably true. a little bit better. But um, I would hope they would do something like like that with this game, because if they do it for Destruction All Stars and it's free and everyone gets to play it um, at the same time, that might be something fun to do, especially if it's like an earlier game that comes out and it's one of the first things you can do. And it's around like December, like holiday break and people are just home playing this. They're looking for something to play in their PlayStation. Uh I I, w- I would be interested in, in giving it a try, um, yeah. but I, I again I don't look necessarily look go out of my way to play games like that unless they're given to me like Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Um, what's next? We have Kina Bridge of Spirits. Looks cute. Looks like <laughs> uh, looks fine. <laughs> another. I've I very little to say. Third person. <laughs> another third person little action game. Um, yeah, it's like, to me, I looked at it and I was like, is this beyond good and evil? Like I'm I'm that person who's like, you know, I never beat beyond good and evil, but like, I was like, maybe it's exclusive or whatever. (laughs) Um, but it wasn't, it was just a game that looked very much like that. (laughs) And like, I, 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 no, thanks. (laughs) I, I swear I'm not negative on video games. I love playing video games. It seems like a lot of these, I'm just kind of like, yeah, whatever. But well, here's um, the thing. I think that idea of like. Game Pass or, you know, um, PS, PS Now. Um, if this comes out and I can get it for either free to play on those, you know, services or if I can get it for $10 and I've heard some good stuff about it, then I'd be fine to do that. But is it, am I going to necessarily be interested in spending $60 on it? I don't know. Off of a game that I have no interest in other than, oh, this looks kind of cute and there's some magic so someone's doing yeah. magic yeah it's it, like it's not like an event game i think i think as i get older and my video game habits change um like i i tend to wait for those big tentpole games to come out like if it's like uh you know when like last of us came out even like Ghost of Tsushima, like a game like that comes out i will play it immediately otherwise i just kind of wait and i hate to yeah. say that because it's like i wait for it to go on sale because then it doesn't support developers and everything but part of it's just a time thing like unless there's a game that like i will give full price money to something if it's like a, an event type of game but if it's just something that could be fun i'll wait till it goes on sale to play it um and this this game looks like if it if it falls into my lap or if it comes to Switch, <laughs> total, oh, it's it's totally the kind of thing that I would absolutely buy on Switch, but uh, it could know. not run it. <laughs> no, 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 it could not. I, I saw that you know Crisis has got a remaster for Switch, and I was like, oh no, yeah, oh no, <laughs> it can, but should it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. Um, now I have a question for you about Goodbye Volcano High. Okay, I have an answer. Is this the kind of game that you would play? 
<laughs> I feel like I, because, it was on Game Pass. <laughs> because for me, I would I saw this and I was like, oh, this is like very weird, and it's scratching that weird itch for me. That's like, okay, this seems kind of story based, and it's about high school dinosaurs in a punk rock band or something like that, and it's just absolutely my thing. D- do you know like what the gameplay is like for it? Nope. it's just it looked weird enough for me to be solidly interested in it i mean it it turns out what's it oh this is like a fun art style and i think it it looked fun um i i I just i don't know what the game would be it seems i mean and i'm talking completely with no research or knowledge or anything it seems like it's like a story-based kind of like like telltale ish kind of thing maybe when I first Making was reading, it, I was like, "Oh, it's a, it's a it's a co-op game, huh?" And and is then that no, true? that's just the name. No, the name of the company is Co-op, but K-O. Oh, um, gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is absolutely my thing, and I'm interested, and I'm excited to play it. <laughs> I mean, of course, maybe when trailers come out or whatever comes out about it, I'm like, "Oh, this is a whatever." Like, it might not be, but it seems at face value from that trailer to be exactly my shit. um what's next odd world soul storm it's not it's odd world have you ever played an odd world game uh so the the one i i'm the most familiar with is stranger's wrath i beat that when it came out um back in the day um i liked it but it's not like this odd world it's more of like the first one and i've i tried to play through the first one i just was not like necessarily into those puzzle like rooms that puzzle platformy kind of style did yes. you play um i've played um, one of them i played one? whatever one was on the original xbox so was maybe it the Odd munchies World, munch's odyssey yeah it was the one with like the soda can on the front yes yes yeah that one's um, a little bit more like of the 3d kind of exploratory stuff right rather than just a linear side scroller um if i'm remembering correctly it felt pretty linear but i'm also going off of my knowledge from when i was a child and i don't think i ever like i don't think i ever beat it i didn't get into it you know yeah yeah i, I remember i remember playing it like on demo discs when i was like at like a walmart and like you were right you were the little munch and you were in a wheelchair right totally well it's kind of the thing where like that you know they said oh it's odd world and it was like I, oh they're still making those huh you know like it's it's yeah, at- as I'm sitting here talking about it, I wouldn't be surprised if I look at my game log and I've played it, beat it. <laughs> I just don't remember it. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Would not right. be surprised. Um, then that leads us to Ghostwire Tokyo. I was a big fan of the teaser trailer that they did. Do you remember what that was? It was just like all these like sort of sweeping shots of all, you know, it almost looked as if it was like post Avengers Infinity War where everyone got snapped away, you know, but everyone yeah, got yeah, snapped yeah. away. Uh, but I thought it looks pretty good, and then now it's about like fighting ghosts, and it was like kind of cel shaded, wasn't it? it? The the graphics were like weren't. I don't think they're going for realism. Um no. with it, it was a little bit more cartoony, uh, and it was a lot of shooty, a lot of shooty yeah. out of your handies. It um, seemed kind of like like a first person horror shooter where it's not actually mm-hmm. scary once you get a gun. You know, yeah. it, it's just like oh, you're you're fighting ghosts, and ghosts are inherently kind of spooky. But it's not scary because you have enough alt- artillery to like lay them flat. 
yeah, so Ghostwire Tokyo uh, was a Tango Games, um, and uh, it's a Bethesda studio, and they did Evil Within. Have you played either Evil Within 1 or 2? I played the first one. Actually, I liked it okay. I mean, it wasn't like a great story or anything, but the gameplay was fun enough. It was just Resident Evil 4. Yeah, and like with it itself, I think Resident Evil 4 is a good comparison with the fact that I think it was so much more with ammo scarcity when you're playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's where, like, when you're playing those games, that's where a lot of the fear comes from. Like, I have this big boss is chasing me. I have nothing left. Right. Um, how am I going to kill him? Or do I have to die and just use my, like, get these two perfect headshots to beat this boss? Um, and I think that is what makes a game like that kind of creepy. Like, there's, like, yes. creepy elements to it, but it's it's much more, like, crazy, fantasy, scary, rather than it being, like, realistic-y scary. Well, it reminds me kind of of like, did you ever play Fear? Any of those mm, games? I, I've, again, demoed, but. <laughs> yeah. So so the whole idea of Fear is like, you know, it's a first person horror game, but it's a shooter. So, I mean, how scared can you be when you have like a combat shotgun? You know, like. Yeah. Yes, things can jump out at you and you can be startled, but it's not necessarily scary because you are able to, as soon as something jumps out at you, completely light it up, you know? Um, yeah, and, and just looking at that, too, I, I wrote down that I, I was getting, like, cyberpunky vibes with it, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like... Uh, a lot and, of neon signs. Yeah, and I hate to say it, because I've never played the game yet, but I, I feel like cyberpunk will be better. <laughs> well, it depends on what... Uh, what is it? Tokyo Ghost... Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire, yeah. My bad. Excuse me. Um, oh, come, it depends on. on... It depends on what sort of it's going for. If it's going to be, like, a role-playing game or something like that then, yeah, it's going to be potentially hard to come and, and, you know, beat something like Cyberpunk again. Neither game are out, but yeah, yeah. neither games are out. But um, it, it's the kind of thing that, you know, we'll see. And it depends on what each game is trying to do. Because I don't think Cyberpunk is trying to be horror at all, right? It's just trying to be like... No, I, 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 I wouldn't say it's trying to be horror. But uh, when I watched the Ghostwire <laughs> trailer, at least this one, uh, I did not see horror in that either. You know what I mean? No, no. <laughs> There just there happen to be ghosts there or like like spooky men in suits with no head. Or... It just seemed like they were you, like you were too powerful as a character. And if yeah. you weren't, if it is one of those things where the odds are against you and there's all these things that are just overwhelming and it's not it, it and it is actually creepy in that way. I, I maybe I'd be into it. And I would hope that, you know, knowing specifically that, you know, Evil Within 1 and 2 had good creepy kind of tone behind them, like mm-hmm. maybe it will be. I it just I wasn't it wasn't what I wanted from a a horror shooter first person game. Sure, sure. Um Godfall? Oh no, sorry, I missed one. Uh Jet the Far Shore? <laughs> what is this? Like I don't know, man. Um, was this was this I, the little I, girl? No, it was like it. it, it you, I couldn't. Oh, t- it looked like you were like oh, a oh. ship, just a yes. ship. Like fly. It, it reminded me a lot of uh, what is that game uh, with uh, No Man's Sky? Oh, okay. Like it looked. It, it. I got that vibe from it. It looked like it might be a relaxing thing. I didn't see a lot of like crazy combat or explosions or anything. Um, yes, and you know. Uh, Maybe one of these days I'll get back into uh, No Man's Sky now that it's been updated. I put way too much time in the crappy version of that game. <laughs> right. <laughs> Before right. it actually got good. For it to actually be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but, you know, maybe it's some kind of like peaceful space exploratory game if that's what it is. But I don't know. I don't pretend to know. People are probably yeah, screaming be... right now being like, no, it's this. It's this. It's awesome. It's going to be great. I don't know. I could be into it. Godfall. 
It's fine. Godfall. Um, it's a. It's you know. Uh, it, is it punchy, like punchy a Destiny kind of game? Uh, I, that's those are the vibes I was getting a little bit, but um, or like a Warframey kind of game. I I know very little about it other than it didn't look like my thing. It looked like uh, <laughs> you, have you, you've been playing a little bit Overwatch, right? Yeah. It looks like a bunch of Pharaoh or Pharaoh with the the, the lady with the jetpack that's the Egyptian one. Um, it looked like a lot of that sort of just coming around punching each other like they're big old transformers. Yeah, it it, it looks yeah, I, it reminded me of Anthem a little bit just by the gameplay with the kind of like robotic kind of fighting stuff. A lot of like I I don't know. I there's only so much time I have in my life to play these kind of like live service kind of games yeah yeah live service um (laughs) and i don't know unless i i don't think this will be the one for me necessarily um i keep saying i'm gonna get back into destiny 2 i know it's gone free free to play it's a little intimidating to know where to start at a certain point but even like the division 2 and stuff i really enjoy playing the division 2 if i'm gonna spend time in something it'll probably be either those two so i don't know if godfall well i also think that like it's we we talked about this with one of the other games where it depends on where my friends are. If my friends are doing this and and really into it, then yeah, I'll, I'll dip my toes in, see if it's my thing. And if not, you know, go play Destiny or whatever. I'm not really a live service game kind of person, but um, I would definitely try it out if I had enough people saying like, yo, you know, we're doing this Friday nights or whatever. Um, but it, it's, it, I would be interested to see what it turns into as we get closer to its release. Um, but it, it, Nothing in the trailer, the aesthetic, or the, you know, little bits of gameplay that we did see didn't really scratch any sort of itches for me. Not in the way that Goodbye Volcano High did. (laughs) Uh, The next game, Solar Ash. Oh, the Hyperlight Drifter one. Mm -hmm. I've not played that, but it looks like something that would I would enjoy. Yeah, it, it looks like I'd like it, but there's like probably like four or five more games like Solar Ash that I want to play before I even play Solar Ash or even Hyper Life right. Drifter. Um, but like those kind of like exploring kind of combat, light combat based games, like nothing too complicated. Like those things are kind of fun. I like playing those mm-hmm. every once in a while. Um and I, I hear nothing but good things about Hyper Like Drifter. This one, I couldn't tell if it's a little bit more 3D third person than t- kind of top-down controlling. Right. I think it was with the way that like things were not only on like X and Y axis, but also, what is that, Z going up and down? Yeah, which, you know? which could be uh, disorienting, but cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, I, you know, it, it, could be, it could be something I, I would play, um, but probably should do hyper light drifter first at one point yeah i mean it really depends on like i i'm a fan of the art style for sure you know and and if it is exclusive to ps5 you know then it might be a minute until i get there depending on when it comes out because what it's is it was that 2021 yeah yeah 2021 Um, it's it's not bolded so i'd assume that it is uh it's at least not there's something exclusive about it but it's it'll be on other places as well we're gonna say switch yeah, I, like that's the exact kind of the, is hyperlight drift on switch i think it uh, is yeah. right yeah it is yeah. yeah so it's the kind of thing that i would that i would love to pick up on the switch if it comes you know if it's not like five years down the road uh and we'll, let's do another quick update about what our uh, nintendo announcements are for the rest of the year and it looks like 
None. Um, okay, got it. Some Japanese game I've never heard of. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh. Are you gonna play that one? Yeah, I, I will probably actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you, probably. you're the kind of guy who's like, "Have you played whatever?" And I'm like, "I have not." Um, <laughs> uh, Hitman Three. Are you a Hitman I, fan? Um, no. Uh, I, I the Hitman the re not Hitman Two the Hitman before that because there's so many different ones. The uh, like reboot. I, yeah, the reboot. It, I, I played like the first mission. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it was like the training thing, and you run a boat and like do it. And I'm like, I can see how this would be fun. Uh, it just seems like one of those things to like truly master and appreciate. Like, you got to put a lot of time into it. Like, you can yeah. probably beat an, uh, beat pretty easily any of the episodes that you have uh, that that are in the game. But like to really appreciate it, you got to like mess around and keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. And I just don't know if I, again with my game playing habits, uh, doing something like that and devoting all this time to a game like that is something that interests me, even though I know full well, it's a high quality, good game. I played, um, an hour, I think of Hitman two at PAX. Uh, and it was the kind of thing where I played it. I had fun with it. I was like trying to kill two people at like a race car, at like a racetrack or something like that. I had a great time. And I said, this was enough of that. You know, like it was, it was <laughs> yeah. fun, but I, w- I would never really return to it. And, and, it's the kind of game that I feel like I'm making mistakes if I'm not doing it right. Do you know what I'm no. Yeah, like, exactly. If, if I do get discovered, I'm like, well, I might as well just start over because now I've completely put myself in a corner or whatever. Are you familiar with the elusive targets in that game? No. So basically there are these these uh, special characters that you, you only have like a few chances to kill before you can't do it and you have to do it in a specific way and they're like kind of like more like hardcore difficult things that you have to to do in order to get them and okay. like once they're once that elusive target has like sh- uh, like cycled out they're they're done you can't go back to them and it that seems like something like that would just be so like stressful for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> that if i mess up this elusive target i can never go back and get it um good for replay value i guess but also just like oh, totally scary <laughs> yeah i played uh hitman was it Blood Money? Was that the, he's got like two guns on the cover? I mean, that's all Hitman games. Maybe it wasn't Blood Money. Yeah, but was, and and I think I one I, with I, the nuns. Pre- I I would say if I were to play a Hitman game, it would be these like reboots, Hitman One, Two, and Three, mm-hmm. rather than those other ones because those seem much more like actiony, kind of like uh, crazy shooting, right? I no, I mean, I tried to play them like action. Ga- the one I played, I tried to play oh, like an know. action game, and it did not go well. I mean, because I, I think I ran out of ammo and then couldn't find another gun and then everyone was chasing me and shooting at me. It was bad. I want to. So with Blood Money, I might be thinking of something else. Is it still like a much more linear kind of go through a level or is it is it open world as like the Hitman one, two and three reboot? Uh, it was pretty, pretty open world. I don't I think it was not Blood Money. I got I'm looking up which one I played because um, I think Blood Money was the one before that. Um, Absolution was what I played. Yeah, it was it was extremely open, at least in my memories of it. Um, but it was not. It, it was stressful. <laughs> like you, you try <laughs> yeah. to open doors and like you don't have the key. I was like, oh, well, where is yeah. the key? And just on some random guy that you have to go and do, you know, whatever. Um, I think I beat it, but I don't think I did it right. You know, <laughs> like in the kind of way where like it's not an action game, but I tried to play it like an action game, and I tried to just yeah. bang my head against the wall until it worked out. You know. Yeah. But. Um, Will I play Hitman 3? Probably not. Would I play hey, it for an it, hour it, at PAX? Yeah. 
if it's if it's if it's on Game Pass. <laughs> they were uh, at PAX, so I waited in line to play because I had nothing else going on. Um, and if you wanted to skip the line, uh, all you had to do was shave your head right there. Was that true? Yeah. And they, did you? They said, I, no. For Hitman, no. <laughs> like Why? You get to skip the line. Did anyone? No. Uh, they said that they had a handful of people, but like, I don't know. I'm, I'm attached to my hair. Yeah, and at that I'm, time, I, I had I had real long hair then, too. And it depends how long the line was and how much you wanted to play. It was not that long. That's that the thing. I mean, like, you know, I mean, it was it was it was a pretty standard convention line where it's you know, yeah. maybe 30, 45 minutes. But you got to play the game for like, I'm not kidding, like an hour because um, they had just you walk into this like, you know, tent and they have 20 or so. I don't remember if it was a PlayStation or Xbox or whatever. But and you go in. It was just like not the kind of thing that like to shave your head. To wait in line for 45 minutes. It just, uh, you must either love Hitman or have been planning on shaving your head anyway. Uh, like, and like, what was the quality of the of the head shaving? Did they like get a, get a nice little like you know make sure everything's nice and clean, or was it just like kind of like a mess? I don't know. I yeah. I, I didn't see it happen. Mm. I would have mm. I would have been very excited to see it happen. I would have a lot of questions if they yes proposed that to me. <laughs> you also got a temporary tattoo of his little barcode, so that was fun. Oh, that's that is cool. I like that. <laughs> um, You're fine. I mean, I'll shave my head. You shave my head for the barcode, yeah. Put that, yeah, put that little yeah. temporary tattoo. Astro's Playroom, are you? I'm. Yeah. So, um, I, 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 uh, have you you played Astrobot Rescue Mission? No, that's that can't, it comes with the PS4, doesn't it? So, well, this this Astro's Playroom will, but the Astrobot Zero Mission is uh, the PSVR game. It's like a oh like, yeah, kind of like a Mario ish. I don't want to say Mario. It's because it's not. It's like a very unique kind of platformer. Basically, you are like a god, kind of like floating over these like little creatures that you're controlling with your with your controller, and you can like look at your hand and see the controller like floating, and then you can like do things like in levels like shoot out hooks and then pull it and like interact with the world in a weird way. So you're technically controlling the little Astro Boy, mm-hmm. but you're you're not him, <laughs> if that okay. makes sense. Yeah. And like the the way they use the puzzles and specifically how they're using 3D in that game and VR in that game is really awesome. Like there'll be some people hiding under a bridge that you have to find that in order to see it under the bridge, you have to literally like go like and like like look under the bridge okay. and like move That's around. Um, and just how they like th- those levels are set up are very clever, very interesting. And it was a really, it was a really fun VR experience. Mm-hmm. So I would hope they take that kind of creativity and do something with that, that you'll get just with your, um, your PlayStation five, which could sure. be really awesome. Uh, and it wouldn't probably be a thing I'd like assume would be a, a, a system seller, but if it's on there and you just get to play it and can yeah. mess around with it and play out with the tech. And I'm, I'm assuming uh, they're going to be showing off a lot of the dual sense uh, mm-hmm. technology too with it. Uh, I, I, I think it could be a lot of fun to kind of get up with the technology. It, it seems like a, like we sports almost, you know, where it's just yeah. you play the game that you got with the console and you mess around with it until, it, until you're sort of done with it and, then you move yeah. on, but and and I I don't you didn't get the PS4 when it first came out, but there was yeah. an issue with getting games <laughs> and like having yeah. things to do. Unless you want to play Knack, <laughs> right? Uh, and like I and I the, the Killzone was out, and right. that was like the big thing to be like, this is what graphics can be like on this system. But like once you kind of got through that stuff, it was pretty slow at the beginning of the PlayStation Four, and 
I played a lot of Resogun. That was one of the first things you got with PS Plus. But like having something like this just there at the beginning could be could be nice. Though I don't right. feel like this system is going to be as barren as as the PlayStation Four was when it first nope. came out. I would I would so, have to agree with you. Yeah. Um, Little Devil Inside is that? It, it, it seemed interesting. It was like uh, that little cartoony art style that was like juxtaposed with like like victorian stuff going on right yeah and it looked interesting to me in the fact that i I couldn't put my finger on what exactly the gameplay would be like and like i've i've said in jest a couple times not in jest in in, as a negative critique about how it's another third person cartoony action platformer kind of thing Mm -hmm. but this one looked unique because i couldn't tell exactly what the gameplay looked like and i've been watching like some videos on it but even then like watching some videos i can't tell it's like a very kind of like interesting perspective and it just looks i have a lot of questions about it um that doesn't mean it's going to be good or i'm going to play it but i had more questions about it that made me interested in it uh than not and there seemed to be like a fun sense of humor with it too yeah with how it was shot so maybe it's good it seemed it it absolutely i think you nailed it on the head with like it it looked interesting and it certainly was the kind of thing that was like huh i will keep an eye on this you know until whatever i do have to say little devil inside is like the most video gamey video game name oh that's (laughs) capital v capital g baby like (laughs) i mean what's the other one little with the girl the the tiny little girl in the big yellow raincoat you know what i'm talking about that's also called like little 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 horror little something little little big planet little no little I, I fires everywhere know exactly what this is nope <laughs> uh, not that um someone's screaming at me that's fine um it's like it's little oh, <laughs> uh anyway um nba 2k21 21 um, i mean i i think i played uh 2k18 when it was like uh on a playstation plus and i know i downloaded 2k20 um when that was free i played it for a little bit it with sports games like great i mean like they're fun it's just there's so much like the amount of depth that goes into those games is kind of crazy like to think about mm-hmm. like all the little things you have to do and i feel like if i started playing it like 10 years ago they keep adding a little bit every year but you just jump in having not been ingrained in it there's just so much to like to learn and and get to know i'm just never really been in the sports games because i just feel like there's such a learning curve to them yeah, I, I'm also I'm I mean, I know you are more of a sports guy than I am. I don't I this is going to like this is true and it's going to kind of sound like a joke and it's not. I don't know how to play basketball. Like, I don't know what the rules I, I obviously understand, you know, you shoot the hoop and whatever. But like, I don't know <laughs> what the positions are. I watched a, a like a comedy video. Do you know what Monster Factory is? It used to be a thing on Polygon. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And they did one of like uh, of a basketball game, 2K, whatever. <laughs> and they like, you know, they made their creation, whatever. And they start playing and they're like, OK, hey, real quick, look up how to play basketball. Because like, I, I don't I yeah. don't know how to play basketball. <laughs> um, that, that whoever that was did look very sweaty, though. Um, yeah, Zion Williamson. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Also, the game I was uh, talking about, Little Nightmares. Little nightmares, but yeah, that's such a video game, like Little Devil Inside. Like, I think when I was first going through this list, I was like, "Little, isn't that? Didn't that game already come out a while ago?" No, it's very different. No. Um, Next is Bug Snacks. (laughs) I mean, by the creators of Octodad, so I'm sure it's going to be weird. I like the song a lot. (laughs) The theme song is very funny. It's very cute. It is. 
There's like a tone to it. I like how there's like conspiracy theories that have been, I guess, debunked at this point about how it's like a really a horror game. <laughs> Where you're like, like turning into really the like bugs some, like, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's like some really terrifying thing. But it but it, it could be fun. I it, It's one of those, again, I don't exactly know what the game to game moment's going to be. But the, mm-hmm. the tone sounds funny. Uh, it looks kind of unique. And if it's by the Octodad people, I think that that could be a fun game at this point. Well, here's the thing. I guess my my only problem with like something like Octodad is it's the kind of game that you play for 15 minutes and you're like, oh yeah, this is kind of fun. Like, oh, this is so wacky and so weird. But then at the end of the day, you're like, I don't want to actually like continue to play this. You know, like I don't want to sit down and play Octodad. Um, But I would love to. I would love to play it. You know, at a demo or or you know at a convention or whatever. I, I think that's what hopefully Bug Snacks avoids is that whole idea of like. Oh, this is not. Um, this is, this is the kind of game that you want to sit down and actually play. If it's something though, like if it's kind of like one of those like top-down games when like the different uh, things you eat give you different powers and that like makes you mm-hmm. interact with the world differently. Like I think that could be a a cool a cool gameplay thing that I don't know if I've necessarily played before. Almost like a Diablo kind of thing, but yeah. Your your different things that you instead of loot you have different <laughs> snacks that you eat that change your powers and stuff. Yeah, I will could say be interesting. this: Have you ever played a Kirby game? That's Kirby. I have played a Kirby yeah, game. It could be a Kirby. you know you're right. I it do, could be a Kirby. I do game. like Kirby. I mean, I have not played a Kirby game in a long time because now it looks like it's not for me. But yeah. Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland. It's a good. It's a good game. The mirror one. Mirror. It mirror. Yeah. I'm excited for book snacks. I will. I will. I am. I am Ex- expectantly whatever i'm looking at it i'm excited i'm keeping a note keeping a note on books next um and demon souls remake i, Woo. I it like look, it look it looked pretty i've never actually played demon souls i've only ever played dark souls and i started bloodborne when i got my ps4 and it was the kind of thing where like i know i would really like this game i just don't have it in me at this very moment and i don't think this sort of time with coronavirus is the time that I want to get into like, Hey, do you want a really depressing game about like, you know, yeah. Gothic no, it, horror? It, it, like it's like, it's like one of those things like uh, what a lot of times, like when I want to play a game, I don't want to necessarily be like hitting my head against a wall constantly. And that's mm-hmm, what, that's mm-hmm. what the demon souls, bloodborne, uh, dark souls kind of game is. Um, and, uh, I think, I, I would worry. Like, I know it's a remake and it looked beautiful, yeah. but are they going to be updating the gameplay to make it more accessible? Not that, you know, I want it to be easy or have like a like an easy mode to it. But is it going to be a, a, more of a 2020 Dark Souls game rather than it being right. a 2000 whenever it came out game? Because uh, I think one of the things I liked about Bloodborne specifically over the Souls games was how it was so action focused, mm-hmm. like the the mechanic in that game that you got to be aggressive because you can get some of your blood back that or your damage if you've been your damaged, back, you can yeah. get health back if you hit people quick enough. And that just made made it more of like, I'm going to aggress- be more aggressive in this game rather than just run around with my shield. Mm-hmm. And same thing how they like in Bloodborne, like you're not going to have a shield in this game. Um, like... Th- I- I- I would hope it's updated like that rather than just being like new graphics and like yeah. it's just, just like is nicer. Not a remaster, but more of like a remake. Yeah, yeah. But if it, if it has like uh, even like you know Dark Souls three type of like gameplay, it might it yeah. could be something that could be really cool. And here's the thing about from software games, at least for me, like I am a, I'm a fan, um, 
and I will play it until I feel like I've gotten my money's worth. I don't think I actually played a lot. Like, I played a lot of Sekiro. I don't think I got very far into Sekiro. <laughs> but I played yeah. it until I was like, you know what? I think that was good. You know, To the point where, yeah. like, I didn't quit. I just stopped. And I was like, I think I got $60 out of this. You know? Yeah, it, I feel like with those games, there's always that point when I'm playing it, like I fight every enemy, and then there's that point, like maybe like 10, 15 hours in, when I just start running past every enemy, <laughs> and yeah. then eventually I'm like, I'm just going to try to run in this high-level area, see if I can beat it, and then I get to this boss, and I'm like, ah, I'm good, I'm good. Right. Um, all right, what's next here? Um, Deathloop. Deathloop. I'm actually very excited for this game. It, it yeah, is, it, could... it, it scratches a lot of my itches. With the Dishonored kind of that sort of vibe, and I like the cell shaded kind of vibe, and it also looks kind of you know Bioshocky, um, time travel, time loops. Yeah, I'm hope. I'm I'm hoping it's it's like what I thought We Happy Few was going to be. How yes. it's it's a little bit more procedurally generated, and and maybe not the world itself, but like how you interact with the world. I think like having another assassin like out to get you. Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to avoid that person and how like you can be doing the same thing over and over again, but this time you wake up and the person's like standing right over your body when you wake up or something like that. Right. And you're not expecting that. And if they do en- enough of that, like procedurally generated, not world, but like how the enemy is towards you, uh, that could, that could be fun. It could be interesting. And if you take out the, the consequences I feel like in Dishonored you have because that what ruined me of Dishonored was I wanted to get the perfect playthrough because I don't want to kill anyone and that makes the game so unfun at points yes um to try to avoid death at all costs so if this one it's like you can do whatever you want and it'll reset and you keep doing but it's the same type of like world that that could be really fun and I might like Mm -hmm. it a lot yeah I and and I'm I'm a big fan of the first person shooter just in general, um, and so so this is absolutely right up my alley. And when because it, it was announced, I think at E three last year, because I remember it before this, and I checked up on it at some point, being like, "Is this game still coming out?" And like the Wikipedia or whatever it was said, like, "Yeah, I mean, I guess." And then it was in the showcase, so mm-hmm. um, hopefully, there's you know high hopes for it. When is that coming out? That's the TBA, isn't it? Uh, T- yeah, they don't. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> it looks it looks fun. It looks interesting. Yeah. Resident Evil Village. All right. Resident Evil Village. This is one of those things like when it was like when they were showing it, I was like, is this a Resident Evil game? And it was. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it all but saying that it's not because it like looked like it was the same type of gameplay. It just had that like Resident Evil aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Have you played Resident Evil 7? I did. I loved Resident Evil 7. I I have it? it. I have it. Um, I haven't gone through it yet because I don't want the stress in my life. Yeah. Well, th- that's the thing is I think the first bit is very stressful. I think there gets to a certain point, like not wishing to spoil anything, but like after some stuff happens, you're like, oh, okay, this is more, it, it stops being ex- like, like really, really scary and just turns into a little bit more like tense action in the way that mm-hmm. like, I don't think necess- I don't really think that, Resident Evil 4 is really scary, but I think that it is tense, you know, in those moments yeah. where you, you know, the guy with the chainsaw comes out and you're like, oh, uh, that's something I have to deal with now. Um, it's not it's not super scary, but it is certainly the kind of thing that is stressful. But it, I, I really liked it. I don't really like a whole lot of Resident Evil stuff. I didn't play the any of the remakes because it's not totally my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm excited for this one. 
Yeah, because it, it does look like it's a lot, lot more along the lines of what Seven was. Because I think yeah. two, the two and three remakes, those are, those still had like a lot of the tonal stuff of the original games. But I feel like yes. with the first person ish n- nature of Seven, I think I just took it in an interesting direction that I'd be interested to play. I did play the that it was like a trailer, um, not a trailer, a, ga- like a demo, demo sort of of Resident Evil Seven. It was kind of like an interactive story thing when you were in like the the house at the beginning. Yeah. That's that's like the um, beginning of the game. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. And if if like I'm assuming the game does get more actiony, right? As you were saying, like near near that that Yeah, end at the portion. I would say like the last third it becomes I mean, th- there are the the family, like that's the whole like the that are the antagonists mm-hmm. and whatever, mm-hmm. and the first half is like dealing with them and um sort of going through their story and and they're the scariest part of the game because you just you don't understand what they are and i mean you're standing there just like putting so sorry like putting so much uh like ammo into them and just like shooting them shooting them shooting them and you're like are they even being affected by this (laughs) you know and and that's what like is scary it's like okay i have a gun and this still doesn't do anything um but then you when you fight the random like uh, i think they're called molded they're not particularly scary or interesting they're just the, the, the problem with them is that it is a game that it works so well up until you're fighting the molded because there's no reason real reason for them being there and it's just sort of like well the video game needs you to kill enemies now because it's a video game and mm-hmm. so it sort of takes you out of it i don't think it makes it a bad game at all um but they're certainly not the f- they're not the highlight of the game and they it mm-hmm. sort of turns into fighting them at the end as opposed to dealing with the like very legitimately scary bad guys. Yeah, I I I think when you said that Resident Evil Four was scary because it was tense, mm-hmm. I think that that's totally an accurate way of describing that. Because I th- I think at the beginning, at the very beginning, it's it's creepy. Yeah. And then once you start to get more weapons and more powerful, then it just becomes like the the tense action of things coming at you, and it becomes a little bit more arcadey. So, um. I don't think using Resident Evil 4 as a uh, a basis for anything would be bad because I think that's a pretty good formula for a game. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Um, but I think that like the the remakes have been closer in style and feel to Resident Evil 4 than yeah. to Resident Evil 7. And yeah. this game looks like it's going to be closer to Resident Evil 7 than the remakes or Resident Evil yeah. 4 or anything like that. And yeah. yeah, I don't I don't necessarily care about Resident Evil. I liked Resident Evil 7 because it was an interesting horror game that was actually very scary. Um, so I'm interested in uh, Resident Evil 8. Did 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 you have to like know the Resident Evil backstory to know 7? No. So there is uh, there's one part <laughs> at the very, very end where I, I don't want to spoil anything, but something happens that I was like, oh, I'm just like I have a passing familiarity with Resident Evil. So I was like, oh, that is something that you, sh- that is in the lore. And then yeah. that was it. Uh, like and you get a, you get a gun. That's, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure that there's stuff in there that is like, yeah, but, but not at all needed to, to, no, like I mean, you're not story. in, what's the city, uh, raccoon city. Raccoon. You're not there. You're in Louisiana. Uh, like spooky, spooky <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> Um, There's no right. alligators though, so zero out of ten. Oh, the, in the game or in Louisiana? Uh, in the game. There's tons oh, of alligators okay. in Louisiana. I, I I saw an alligator when I was in Louisiana. Was it scary? Um, it was probably more scary to me. We were I was uh kayaking, 
Oh, I would not like to see an alligator when I was kayaking. Well, how big? You know what? This is not important. It's, it's pretty big. <laughs> I was going to say, I would, I would not like to see <laughs> an alligator. It's pretty I big. I was in a swamp, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, what's uh, Pragmata. Pragmata. That's the, that's the one with the girl and the guy in the space suit. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, they're coming out of another Death Stranding. <laughs> and it wasn't. <laughs> um it, it's Capcom though, right? So who knows what this is? I mean it's Yeah, it yeah, could and, literally and be no anything. Gameplay. But they proudly, they proudly put that twenty twenty two release date on that. <laughs> they said, Hey, we're gonna find out what this is together. <laughs> yeah. Work um, through it. I mean it looked um, it was the kind of thing that was similar to like the in my opinion, the Death Stranding like teasers where it's like I have no yep. clue what this is. I have not played Death Stranding, actually. Um, it's the kind of thing that I probably would like. I've just got other stuff to deal with right now to yeah. like, play through. Yeah. But um, it, it, And it's slow. Yeah. I like slow. I, it seems like my kind of game, but it's not. Yeah. But and especially with Pragmata, it's the kind of thing that I'll keep an eye on. I'll watch your weird teaser trailers. Yeah. To be honest, I, I thought that this was uh, Tokyo Ghostwire or Ghost whatever it is. <laughs> but like that would have been creepy. Like there was like a creepiness to this game that I was like, right. okay, this could be good. But then it, 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 I mean, it's hard for me to say like what it's going to be. Um, do I trust Capcom to make a great game? What it's give and take. Recently? I'm trying to think. Uh, besides the Resident Evil games, like we're talking about like a new IP. Like I, I think I think Street Fighter, right? That's yeah, a- but even that people have problems with that game other yeah. other than Street Fighter, but um they they've been doing good on Resident Evil. Hopefully that can carry on uh to this game. But I'll you know, that'll be a, a bit of ways away. 2022 yeah. seems like forever away from right now. Yeah, I'll figure it out. And then the and last one, Horizon Forbidden Wests. What so, is your thought? <laughs> okay, so I've actually not finished Horizon Zero Dawn. I started playing it, and then I, um, someone lent me Spider-Man, and then that took over, and then everything else. So I ended Horizon Zero Dawn with Aloy sort of just in a field. Um, I, I liked I liked it. Um, it sort of, that trailer sort of spoiled some some stuff for me. Um, I thought yes that maybe no. she, I mean, I mean, not that I was like, super dialed in and, and super, you know, whatever with the story. I figured that at the end of the game, she was going to deal with the robot dinosaurs or something like that. Apparently those are still around. Um, but I mean, I mean, it, it didn't like ruin the game or anything. It, it, I'm excited for that to come out because I think that when it does, like when it's announced that it's coming out, like the actual date for it and whatever, I'll probably do um, Horizon Zero Dawn on like the story difficulty setting where I just can plow through it just to see what happens in this game so then I can play the next one. Uh, looks good. Yeah, I, like I, I, I was such a fan of the first Horizon. Um, when it first came out, it, the, the thing that the first couple hours of me playing it that really got me was I played it after playing Breath of the Wild. Oh, sure. And there you go. It, it's it's not the it's not the bow and arrow comparison. It's going from Breath of the Wild when you can climb up anything and do explore anywhere. And then mm-hmm. you get to this world and you can't explore right. everywhere and climb up everything. I felt like that would have been there's so many places in it where I wish you could that would have made it fun and the exploration a little bit more fun. 
Uh, but once I got past that initial like shock, because not every game is like uh, Breath of the Wild in terms of that exploration no. stuff, uh, the story like hooked me from the very beginning. I loved the story. I, uh, there's a there's probably like a part like after that initial prologue chapter without spoilers mm-hmm. a pretty clear mo- thing happens that like yeah, yeah, yeah. changes it your it sort of incident. like sets everything off yeah yeah um the the part right after that was kind of like eh, okay it's a little slow but like once it gets to the end and once you start like you know really finding out like what the world is what happened who like it just it in the game the story is really interesting mm-hmm. um and there's so the the story itself of what's happening in the moment was interesting, but then all like the digging about what happened in the past was interesting too. Sure. And then the gameplay was fun. I loved it. It was uh, the the combat was great. Um, fighting. Uh, it, it was one of the games that when I got the platinum for it, I was more. I, I like the game more because it made me fight in ways that I normally didn't because oh, I sure, normally when sure. I play a game like this, I like, Oh, I like these arrows. I'll explode things and then keep fighting that way. But it made you take on animals and or, or the dinosaurs in like unique ways and look for their weak spots in different unique ways. And, right. uh, it, it, I, I was super a fan of the game and I cannot wait for it to come out. Um, I was hoping it would be a launch game because that would be a great December game oh, to play. Oh, it would be perfect. Um, and that's but, the kind of thing that it's a kind of a system seller. I mean, I, oh I think my. if you if you have Horizon and you have Spider Man and you have you know whatever else, some of the smaller ones like you you're there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I think even if you have Spider Man and something like Horizon and nothing else from Sony first parties, perfect. Or Fine. even uh, any of these ones, it would it would yeah. be an amazing amazing start to uh, a console and and playing it. Not that I I think this is going to be a bad start because you still have all the annual things and you know there there'll be things that I will play on PlayStation Five rather than PS Four. I mean, heck, going right. back to play Control, <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> that I think that would chug. definitely benefit <laughs> from you know the hardware. Yeah. So uh, overall, I'm I I'm pretty. I'm excited uh, about these games. Uh, there's probably, you know, uh, the the thing on the, the this list out of all these games that I really am looking forward to playing would be Horizon. Um, it, I don't uh, to sound like I'm not excited about Spider-Man. I just still want to know a little bit more. Like, is it going to be a story is it a game or like is, a, it a, is it yeah. a game or is it an expansion? Is it going to be a full story that has like interesting uh, character development and and moments and dramatic moments like the first like the original game did. Right. Uh, and if it is, if it is that kind of game, I'll be super excited to play it. But if it's just kind of like one of those DLC expansions, it's just kind of like m- more of what was already there. I don't sure. know how I'll feel about that. Um, but then there's a lot of the other little things uh, that that could be uh, interesting as well um, to play uh, Deathloop, uh, Demon Souls, Resident Evil. I know th- those aren't exclusives, but it, th- they interest me enough to play. Yeah. So I think there's a lot. Uh, what about you? What's kind of sticking out that you really, really want, want to get a, a start off with? Well, I mean, I think obviously you have things like Spider-Man and Horizon. Uh, obviously, I've got to finish the first one and everything. And, and, you know, Resident Evil and a lot of the bigger ones I'm obviously pretty stoked for. Um, but I am very, actually very excited for, I, I don't know why, the Goodbye Volcano High. I don't know. It's it's kind of fun, you know? Um, I thought you were going to go for bug snacks. <laughs> well, can I tell you something? I, it, it's it's like, you know, Spider-Man, Horizon, uh, Resident Evil, uh, then Goodbye Volcano High, and uh, Bug Snacks, and Deathloop. 
are at least the big ones for me, I think, unless I'm leaving something out there. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo is certainly something that I am interested in. I just have to see what it turns out to be. And if it does turn out to be something that's kind of like trying to be horror, but giving you so much, you know, weaponry that it's not scary at all, then I don't know if that'll necessarily work. But I think that it can work depending on what they're actually going for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it certainly had interesting teaser trailers. That's that's for sure. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, looking at, at this, there are a lot of things that I'm excited for. I just want to see more of before I can actually say, like, this looks like a game that I want to play or this looks like a game that I'm fine waiting for. You know, I think, like, we talked about Stray early on and Returnal. Returnal looks pretty cool as a concept, but... I don't know anything about what the game actually is. Exactly. With, with Stray, is this like a platformer? Is this a goose game? If that's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like a mischief sort of game. It really depends on, on what that comes from. I think that my personal biggest takeaway from the whole showcase here is there are a lot of games to be, like, excited to anticipate. You know, I'm excited to see more about Stray and if that turns out to be something that like, oh, this looks great, or if it's something like, yeah, you know, I'll wait, or what have you, I think that that is my biggest takeaway from this particular showcase is just like, there is a lot of stuff to be interested in. Yeah, and like, even like looking at this list, uh, even if this stuff doesn't have like definite release dates, and it could be released way later down the road, or even not immediately once the the, the console comes out, there there's something on here for everyone to get excited about. If you like games, yep. there there hopefully is at least one game on this list that you can look at and be like, I want to play that. Um, and I think that's great. I mean, totally. the, the, the showcase was what almost was, it was over an hour, right? Uh, I think it was like an hour and 20, 25, 30, maybe. But to have like a showcase like this that has so many different types of games uh, on it that hopefully excited someone, I think that that's a victory. And this is not just a PlayStation versus Xbox thing. Because um, I think a lot of the, the interesting games are not just PlayStation exclusives, but I, I think like looking towards what the next generation of games is going to be, there are going to be great games coming. And I think that's just a positive thing to see looking forward that video games are alive and strong. And there's definitely something that that uh, I'm going to be looking forward to play for years to come. All right, cool. So um I guess that that wraps up the Sony conference next week. Obviously, we're going to be talking about the the Microsoft one. I think we're going to be we address a little bit some of the um, the conference in May, but I think we're really going to hit the one that happened just uh, what two weeks ago, th- almost three at this point. Yeah, geez, time flies. Yes, and and I think that we'll be able to make those sort of comparisons and have a more definitive answer about like which one are you more excited for or more inclined to buy, not necessarily from the hardware or anything like that, but um, from the actual games themselves. So that's that's what we're talking about this week, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, sorry, that's what we'll be talking about next week, and I personally am looking forward to it. Uh, I am too. I think my, my goal my goal is to beat Halo 1 uh, by our next podcast. I oh, beat it, I played it. it already, but I'm in the middle of it, but I want to get past Man. I want to get past the uh the library part which is everyone's favorite. Yeah, it's rough. But once you get past it's, it, that's, yeah, once it's they get good. past it, that, yeah, you get to the conclusion it's great, but um cuz you know, I can't wait to talk about Halo Infinite. I'm just dying to talk about it. I'm very excited that. to talk about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited to talk about it cuz I have just a lot of thoughts, a lot of feelings. 
I do. Um, a lot of lot of lot of image comparisons, a lot of gifs. <laughs> yes, a lot of images of Shrek superimposed. <laughs> Have you seen those things? <laughs> they like put Shrek in the background. It's it's weird, man. Um, yeah, so anything else? No, 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 that's not. okay. <laughs> all right, um, cool. So we'll catch y'all next week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for keeping us company on this uh, lonesome drive. Pew, 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 pew. All right, bye. <laughs> all right, see ya. I'll stop recording. <laughs>